Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Be- cat, just the cat, just cats. Cats, tip. cats, the cats. Tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's gonna throw. Conrad. Touchdown, Kentucky. Touchdown, Kentucky. <laughs> Victory, Kentucky. Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They, Rubbish. There's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Welcome into Kentucky Roll Call. It's Tuesday, July 5th. I'm Nick Roush with TJ Walker, intern Jacob, and rootin' tootin' scootin' bruiser dingus. Rockin' and rollin' after a long holiday weekend. Mr. Sports Talker, how we feeling? Good. Uh, you know, it's getting back to work after a long weekend. Probably nobody's thrilled to be in that position. Left the headphones at home, so Roush will be taking us in and out of breaks today because I can't hear the the music. But really, besides that, no huge deal. I thought uh, people would be like, oh, damn it, TJ's out. we got to listen to Roush for two hours. Nope. Skirt. Hopefully nobody switched the station in that <laughs> 10 seconds. Or maybe they were excited that no TJ today, and it was going to be a Roush and Scooter and intern Jacob uh, type of show this this morning. Hope everybody did have a great holiday weekend and celebrated the 4th of July. It uh, went by entirely too quickly. I'm sure we will be talking about our weekends. Intern Jacob or Justin, whoever's on the mic over there, what's up? Um, Not much, TJ. You know, my I think my weekend was probably in the same ballpark as most people's. Um, we got some recovering to do this week. Wow, a little too partying hard for interns. Just, it was just a long, long weekend, man, at the lake. You know how it is down there. You're on the boat for eight or ten hours a day, and then you got fireworks, and not much not much sleep in that in that span there. Oh, did you get to light any fireworks? I lit one firecracker and threw it at my buddy. Oh, nice. Oh, jeez. Nice. Yeah. The best is when you uh, – have you ever played, like, Bottle Rocket Roulette where you just white like – you? Pull it off the stem and you just light it and throw it and see where it goes. That's that's good and dangerous. Yeah, that sounds a little too out there for me. Ah, fun yeah, times. we did some dumb stuff when we were kids. You were acting like you maybe you're doing that now. No, no, did not light one firework. Um, we watched quite a few. Uh, I guess it'd be Sunday night. Well, I'm waking up at one forty-five in the morning last night to to go to the restroom and I'm still hearing fireworks outside of my house. Like what the hell are people doing? Yeah, that's that's too late. I was shocked with how many fireworks there were in Linden. 
uh, Sunday, well, really all weekend, but especially Sunday. And there were so many last night that I was like, all right, well, I don't know if people just didn't want to do it on work nights. I'm sure there'll be some on the actual fourth, but uh, significantly more last night. So it was was wrong totally about that. But yeah. There, there were there were a ton. You could sit on my deck or even on my porch and just see probably like six off into the distance, all di- all different ones, which is nice. wild. Kind of nice and also just like, oh, man, the – Abe's not going to survive these. <laughs> and I was, and then it got to be like, there were so many that were actually in our neighborhood that I was like, well, now I wonder if, if the baby's going to wake up. There was some, mo- there was some moving around, but no waking up, which was huge. Yeah. And I, I for, uh, my son putting him down, it was only the like, okay, I'm like fading off. And then I hear a loud boom. And then you should get eyeballs mm. for like yeah. a minute to 30 seconds or something, they go back away. But it's like, why are you spending money to light fireworks and you can't even see them? I, I was hearing fireworks throughout the day yesterday. Like, what, mm. are, what are we doing? Yeah, I'm not good. They were throughout the day. They were throughout the morning as well. It's but, weird. Yeah. I don't get it. But um, it was. It ended up being a nice couple of days, even though it was cloudy for a while on Sunday. Sunday was nice. Wasn't too hot. Yesterday was, oh, gosh, you've got to be a moderate or you're miserable. Yeah, I mean, like it was, instant sweat. It, it was pretty toasty most days, but yeah, not 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 completely unbearable. Yesterday, it's certainly the hottest of the bunch, but uh, not it was it was good. I hope everybody had a good one. Mm-hmm. Looks like you uh, got to hit the links. Uh, n- n- no. Oh, that was on Thursday. Oh well, you know that's went to the race long weekend. Nice. Mm-hmm. What did you go? Which which day? Sunday. Okay. And there for, uh, I guess, got to enjoy some of the last days of the paddock as we knew her. Now the construction has started. Has it already? Oh, yeah. Oh, they're bastards. Gosh. Pooey. It is weird. It was, we had a blast, and obviously, you're going to toot my own horn, won hundreds of dollars. It was my most profitable horse racing day that I've had in years. Oh, I bet I come it feels on here, so good. I come on here almost any big horse racing weekend, and I don't, I, I just, I'm probably not going to do headphones today, Justin. I appreciate it. Nice of you to to bring it over. I may, may not, not sure. <laughs> but I come in here after any major racing day, Derby, Oaks, Preakness, Belmont, Breeders' Cup, and I just get... I lose all the time, and mm-hmm. I know I'm going to lose. It's just a fun thing. I don't lose a ton of money because I just know I'm not good at it, but I was on fire. Couldn't miss. The wife uh, had a nice – we were kind of doing – I was doing some other bets here and there, but mostly just doing like a little show parlay, her and I. Mm-hmm. And one of the races, just like a one-to-five favorite. Um, I was like, do we just bet that to win? on the Like roll it over and just bet it to win or maybe place because uh, there's, you know, there's only like five horses. It would suck to pick – you know, be the 40% that didn't show into the money. And she was like, just pick one you think is going to come in third. Don't bet the favorite. So we ended up doing that, and it was very profitable, and the favorite didn't even come in the money. Oh, suck it, favorite. No. So uh, the wife saved us on that one. It was a great time. One thing I did notice about Churchill Downs, along the same lines of you not happy that they're changing up the paddock, they're building that, you know, the extra seating there on the first yeah, turn. The first turn green There's always stuff. construction going on out there. It is funny some of the stuff they, like, neglect while also doing a ton. Yeah, like what they choose to actually improve or not. Like you'll find just some like holes in walls or like bathrooms that that were really... Okay, Siri. (laughs) Just calm down. 
You just chill out. There was like Always one concerning when it does that unprovoked. There was always a, a bathroom underneath the grandstand that had like a table in it, and you're like, "What is this? It's just a table in here. Why, mm-hmm. why? Why do we have a table in the bathroom?" I wonder, like the the roof on the where the little guy with the horn lives. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. His little his room. Where he lives twenty seven. Not room. allowed to leave unless he goes out there to blow his horn. It's yep. a tough life, but he knows he knew what he signed up for. The roof of that looks horrible. That should be changed. Looks very faded and bare, and like it could use something. But you no. think it would be an easy fix? Too. And, not you know, a whole not, lot of not roof that there. people keep eyeballs on that place. Uh, you know, every <laughs> Just single stare race, at it every twenty four seven. So, uh, but it was a good time out there. A lot more fun when you win money. We were like, we just wanted to kind of see push our boundaries with baby because we don't See really do, do a ton and yeah. we're we're pretty we're, we're somewhat handcuffed to like nap times and bedtimes because we got a good routine and they go really easily but i think they, they go easily because we're pretty consistent with doing them but we're like let's just you know we're gonna go to the track and then we're gonna meet up with our family at the pool let's just make a huge day of it she was amazing first and foremost oh, we that's like, that's when you feel good yeah You're like yeah we're, we're doing this parenting thing she was an all-star but we were it was like just track is low risk High reward, in my opinion. Go out there and you stay for a race or two. So what? You know, you paid $5 or however much that it is, is a good to point. get in. Yeah. And, or if you're having a good time, you can stay longer. But I was like, I just kind of want to stay for like two races, walk around a little bit, just check it out. You know, why the hell? Why the hell not? And we ended up staying for five races and winning money left and right and made like a big afternoon of it. Of course, $8 beers, which is pretty ridiculous. But uh, and then went to the pool and had a good time there. So it was, it was a real, for baby's first fourth of July. It was pretty memorable. It was a good time. I, I was uh, I was disappointed though that Saturday I had a pretty pretty good amount of money on Mandaloon and he just crapped the bed. And yeah. Stephen Foster absolutely crapped the bed. Stayed away from him. Yeah, yeah. Really, really didn't pull through. Uh, Olympia didn't end up winning that race to get into the Breeders' Cup Challenge. Uh, but and it was one of those things too where I was drinking by a pool mm-hmm. and I. I like made an early morning bet, like a pick three to have it alive. Did not win bet. She dares the devil. She romped, and instead, put 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 my shekels on Mandaloon, and he didn't come through. It was, it was disappointing. Yeah, yeah. But it happens. That's your old buddy TJ about that race because I was all over it. Uh, how was Ohio? Oh, great, great time. Um, it, it was uh, when you go up there. You know, it's hard to to go and see everybody. You know, like there's there's family, there's friends, and it was a nice, good balance of, um, you know, make, making sure that we saw all of our family, but also had time where it's like, okay, we can just take him up to the dairy, or like, you know, we jumped in a pond one day, and he just went in circles for hours, just jumping in and out of this pond. And by the way, one of the greatest pieces of engineering I've ever seen. Now, one of our friends had constructed a floating picnic table. It was exclusively made of styrofoam and. Uh, PVC pipe, where I mean, you can just sit on that thing and drink beer, belly up all day. Sounds, I mean, sounds like the real deal. Heavenly, heavenly stuff right there. Um, Scooter, I know your your father is a handyman, so I might commission that project for you. Just build me a floating picnic table. I don't know if he works with styrofoam, Ralph. Uh, you know, wood styrofoam, it's all the same. He's a, he's a Trex guy. He won't even he won't if you need a treated deck, he won't even come do a treated deck for you. Wow, Trex only. Wow. What, uh, Justin, what'd you get into this weekend? A bunch of beer. Good grief. <laughs> I must have drank 60 beers in three days. I, I drank so much beer Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I didn't even drink not one yesterday. I have got to Whoa. go Didn't on a have break. One for 
for the for America, I, I, no, the US I, of A? I couldn't do wow. it. Oh my god! The, the good news for me though was my heart was just as full as my belly was. Just spending time with friends and family is there's nothing better than a long weekend. You getting to do that, especially when you're out on the lake having a good time. Nothing better. Yeah, Lake on Fourth of July. Well, good. That's good to hear that you had a Ooh. good one. Seems like everybody's yeah. every all the KRC crews is happy. Had a nice uh, above ground pool action back to back days of above ground pool. Wow. Yeah. You're really living it up. Really, really did not make a whirlpool though. It was well, all things of disgust. But the point. I know, right? Like if you're gonna get an above ground pool, you got to at least make one mm-hmm. whirlpool. You get the train going. Yeah. And then you just get to. Then nothing better than doing the whirlpool and then everybody just stopping and then you just trying like to go back potatoes. You no, know, you just stop and you just float <laughs> just to the float. stream. Yeah. It's like a your own little lazy river for about fifteen seconds after two and a half minutes of work. Yep. It's pretty great. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a lot of fun. That's what it's all it's what it's all about. Uh yeah, did did some diving boards on Saturday or Sunday, I guess that was, and then uh, oh. a lot of, a lot of fireworks. So, that was pretty much your besides not having like fifty hot dogs. That's the only thing I was kind of missing this weekend. Didn't have a ton of hot dogs. Mm, I had Besides about that, four. Was was great. Five. They were did you watch good. the hot dog eating contest? I did. Uh, I did, but I guess I missed like the first fifteen dogs because I didn't see when that guy ran onto the stage. Well, they, they it wasn't on the broadcast. Oh, they you know that. how they do that with the. Okay, I was yeah, like, was that yeah. just in the other room or something? Because I feel like <laughs> I would have noticed, you know, Joey Chestnut choking out a dog. I will say, the the hot dog contest. I was trying to pay close attention because it was pretty close for the first. 15, 16, 17. Yeah. And then I turned my head, and then all of a sudden, chestnuts up by 10 dogs. Like, how? How how does that happen? You're just, everybody's eating on the same pace, and then you're just 10 more than everybody else. I think I was more entertained by the dude chugging the lemonade. Oh, yeah. Big Booker. (laughs) Yeah. Badlands. Yeah. I mean, 30 (laughs) seconds, and it's just like, oh, God, he's going to do this. He. Well, he he did it. It's just gone. Yeah, Chestnut has made it seem just so easy that uh, someday I bet we'll probably have like hot dog eating contests where you have like an exciting finish if right, you can finally right. stuff a, a final dog in their mouth right at the horn. Ooh, is but, Joey Chestnut bad for major league eating? Well, before him, who was the other fellow? Kobayashi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He he dominated, and then he kind of went crazy. Not sure totally. Yeah, what, forgot you know, exactly what happened what, there. Yeah, but. he like showed up when he wasn't in the contest the one time. And yeah, like, Ooh, this is weird. Awkward. Uh huh. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one day we'll get back to competitive, you know, close finishes. But until then, just gotta watch the goat do his goat things. I think the under hit though for that. Yeah, oh yeah. The, yeah, it was a big day for unders. Although I did see where Fanduel they were refunding all bets um, because of the protester. Because Chestnut, quote-unquote, had interference, so that slowed him down. Wow. Oh. Yeah, so shout-out to uh, FanDuel. How about the uh, PA guy? Think, I think this might be his last year. He was struggling. Was he? Yeah, you didn't hear him. He messed up so many times. So he, that one guy, he, I think it was the third guy he introduced, he had to start his whole intro over halfway through. Oh, I must have uh. missed that. Oh, oh yeah. he was he was I thought you were talking shape. about the guy like doing the broadcasting. I was like, they did all right. There no, was he did uh, okay. some in, like there was a like one or two awkward back and forth yeah. where one person just got some information wrong and the guy was like, I'm I'm talking about chestnut. The guy yeah. was like, Oh, oops. <laughs> uh you're talking about like the hype guy yeah. on the stage. Yeah, he was struggling. Yeah, I missed that. He um I, I was curious what they were gonna because they got to chestnut and he didn't have his uh are you see they gonna just crutch him in, how's this gonna work? And they just put him on a lift and like <laughs> rose him up while he's like flexing his jaws. It was so bizarre. But I do love 
the the great lengths that he goes to, like at one point there will be nothing. Time will cease to exist. But we are lucky that that day is not today, and we can be alive to be in the presence of the greatest thing humanity has to offer. If aliens come in the world, this is who we show them as our beacon of humanity. Like it's, he should work for six eighty. How does that make you feel as another competitor? A little hyperbole. <laughs> oh yeah, you, you have to. Do, but they they know though. They know. I did. Oh, I love just like the little like when they would show another guy and be like, <laughs> I think it was actually for Chestnut where for Joey Chestnut it was like eight eighty meatloaf sandwiches in eight minutes. <laughs> what was it for another? It was like the most fifty obscure, hard bro at eggs Yeah, it was like the most minutes. obscure things in the world. One time, accidentally ate seven hundred and twenty three Snickers on a long weekend away <laughs> from his wife. It's like wait, wait, who are these contests or just like fun little personal facts? I for love these the 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 husband and wife couple. They're like he's. <laughs> Still had hard boiled egg on his face when he got down on one knee and proposed to her. It's like, wait, is this supposed to be Man. romantic? It's <laughs> good stuff all around. Oh, there was a golf tournament, didn't watch much of that. Oh, but, JT Poston. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, I know. And I actually had that news broken to me, and I was like, I haven't gotten to watch any of this golf tournament. Who who won? And my buddy was like, JT Poston. I was like, oh my gosh, no way. He went wire to wire. They were on fire last week. What, they finished like second last weekend uh-huh. too? So getting Ooh, hot. Running back at the Barbasol, then go to the British Open? They're not going to be at the Barbasol. They're not going anymore? No. Oh, no. I mean, at least... Fleener's not going, but I'm guessing that's because his JT Poston isn't going. But they probably are just like, let's take a week, take a week off, off yeah. and get get back. Although you'd maybe be like, hey, we're on fire, baby. Let's <laughs> right. Let's momentum. try to. Yeah. Yeah. But keep they, rolling, he, rolling. He tweeted out saying like, sorry, I, I wish I could see everybody there, but we will. I, I will not be there. We will not be there. I don't know the exact wording of it. Yeah. But congrats to mm-hmm. Fleener. Yeah. Champion caddy. Second time. Um, but yeah, good. When you're hot, you squat. He's hot, winning, rolling in the dough. I will say though, if you were going to have the worst time for people to watch, July 4th weekend, not a big watching sports weekend. Now, it's I, it's I a big actually, outdoors activities weekend. Yeah, I was thinking yesterday though, like there should be more stuff going like on TV for like you know than just hot dog eating contests. Which that, by the way, after that it was really just like nothing. Even a big you're... suck it to ESPN. You put Wimbledon on. You put a British sporting boo, event on ESPN boo. over hot dog eating contests. Do you hate America, ESPN? Yeah, sounds like MS it. ESPN C mm-hmm. MSNBCN ESPN CNBC. <laughs> As we've always called it. Was well, plenty of UK news though, Roush. Oh God! I told you Fourth of July, big recruiting weekend. I know that sucks. I would uh, there. I was like, I wasn't on Twitter a ton this weekend, but when I was, it was just not even UK folks, but just like you know, the people national. I followed from like Arkansas was like two commitments this week. You know, it's yeah. like oh, it's going on everywhere. Final five people are are making recruiting decisions, and you're having these poor journalists. Quite literally, having, <laughs> having to spend their holiday weekend uh, having to cover this. Before stuff. we get into the actual the recruiting news, there was, and I don't, I don't, I don't want to make fun of this guy too much, be too hard on him because he's out of the biz now. He got out of it for a reason. But it was this guy who covered Auburn, and he quit a year ago, and he just like talked about how he had to get off the beat because he felt so attached to it. And he's like, even on my off days, it was two kids that entered the transfer portal, and I had two newsers and a. Uh, a column on it, and I just couldn't live my life like that anymore. And it's like, dude, nobody cares if you don't write every story, buddy. You gotta chill out. 
Yeah, I, I don't know who you're talking about or the situation, but I can see that. I mean, it is pretty annoying feeling so handcuffed to your phone that you have to, like, do that stuff. And you're right that you can just make the Get choice of just, like, stop, you know, just take a break. And if stuff happens, it happens. But there are people whose just brains don't really, like, work that way. If it's their job to report the news or share that stuff, you feel like you have to do it. Yeah, he couldn't just, like, here, news desk, handle this like 350 words and make my life less stressful because that, that would be, if it was, if I had to be plugged in for everything this week, I'd lose my mind. But actually yesterday it was kind of, you know, there was two or three of us around and it was just like, okay, well here's a little news. Okay. That'll fill up the, you know, that, that keeps the, the, the news kind of rolling. But, um, yeah, if, I like that you all had some like fun stories, your analysis on best ways to eat a hot dog, just obviously with ketchup. Um, <laughs> That was fun too. Just like it was like, but like they got flooded because there was actually news. You know, yeah, there was actually yeah. other stuff going on. Uh, yeah, the, the, those were Drew did the closest water Whataburgers, <laughs> yeah, which I thought yeah. was uh, for Case and Wallace, right? That have you nice. have you had what? Or well, is that a fast food hamburger in your? Yeah, I haven't had a burger from Whataburger, but we would go there frequently. I don't know why. I guess I, they had chicken nuggets or something back in the or day. Chicken tenders, I yeah, think. Yeah, that's what I would get. That. Um, yeah, we on vacation seems like we'd go once a week, once a year to Whataburger. My mom liked it. Uh, any of the people in the behind the glass big Whataburger fans? I, I like Whataburger. I, I had never had one until we went on vacation. It was I was about to be livid because the service took forever, and then I got the burger, and I was like, "Damn, I can't, I can't be mad. This is awesome." I don't <laughs> remember. Yeah, I don't remember good. the burger being all that special. So I went just because everybody was raving about the spicy ketchup. And I can tell you that stuff is pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty pretty solid. Like, I would recommend. Intern Jacob, a Whataburger fan? Huh? I've had Whataburger once, and it was the first burger I ever put in my mouth. Really? Yeah. So you haven't had it again, or are you coming back for more burgers? No, I've just, I've just been making my burger rounds, you know, just trying to figure out my acquired beefy taste. What kind of what, what would you say your beefy taste is right now? Right now... Like, what's a good burger to you? Just to, Not necessarily you have to say the place, but just like, do you like thin? Do you like thick? Do you like it loaded what kind with of toppings? toppings? Yeah. Do you like it mostly plain? Do you like just, cheese on just it? Just cheese. Just cheese on my burgers. No, no ketchup? Nothing? And I don't know. I have my places for thick burgers, and I have my places for thin burgers. Okay. Wow. Man, a mystery. I can't, do. Can't label intern Jacob's burger type. <laughs> so, uh, so when you were a kid, not even like the the frozen burger off the grill or anything? Nothing? Like that? No, I didn't. I didn't even have a burger until I was like fourteen. That's just. I mean, I was late in the burger game too. It was before fourteen, but it was probably like twelve. I had a really good burger off I the just, grill this weekend, though. Nothing wrong with a good hot dog, you know. If you're gonna have a choice, I like hot dogs. No, well, fair enough. And that's not to say I'm sure as a kid I'd had burger before, and I'm mm-hmm. sure probably as a kid I was probably given a fast food burger before, but that's been blocked out of the memory. Oh yeah, you to the point where it was I'd, like L, you know, you mm-hmm. just had to block it out. Oh yeah, Those should we do? Uh, should we do some strange? Did you, did you watch really? all of it? No, we did. Okay, I've got I've got the last one. That was our Friday and Saturday night entertainment. Part one and part two on we, Friday. We Saturday. had the uh, come home, like, all right, let's watch it. Uh, look at the watch. Okay, actually, let's not. Let's wait. <laughs> yeah, we were trying to figure out a movie to watch last night, and we were like, well, we know the fireworks are going to come, so we want to at least go out on the deck or keep an eye on those, so we can't do anything too long. So 
went to an American classic. This may have to just become a Fourth of July tradition. It comes. I, we, this, we bring up this movie frequently on this show. Was it Heavyweights? No. Sandlot? I, I think those are two very American summer outdoor good vibes kind of movies. Well, you'll agree with this one when you hear it. Major pain. Just an hour and 30 minutes. Don't have to really pay attention to it. So Don't have to think on. a whole lot. And then just cracking up again. Just one of those movies you can watch a million times, pick up something new each and every one. Uh, and it was we were about at the point where they hired the biker bully to come beat him up mm-hmm. where we where we went outside and watched the fireworks. But that's going to probably be start being a Fourth of July tradition. We'll just put that movie on in the background. Absolutely hysterical. But did you enjoy at least? Or so you didn't? You haven't seen any of the training? No, we watched one, one new one. one. Yeah, and you like it? Yeah, yeah. Fine enough. I I had a feeling it was me a lot of table setting. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, I didn't like the part. I didn't like that first one that you watched. So much. It was good. It was like, but like just, compared to the episode before and then yeah, the finale, yeah. it, well, it, it doesn't, you will forget about that episode. Yeah. And it feels like with any good TV show, you, you have your peaks and valleys. Was that the one called Papa? Yes. Yeah. Papa. Uh. <laughs> Did that sound like L? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Millie probably... Bobby Brown's in here? <laughs> yeah. Come wow. on in, Millie. <laughs> Every time I see Millie Bobby Brown, I want to call her Uncle Baby Billy. You know, mm-hmm. like it. My, Understandably so. Uh, Duke calls his uh, cousin Baby Wesley, and we just want that to stick with him like Uncle Baby Billy. Just we just want him all, to be all time. Baby Wesley when he's that's 18 good. years old. Yeah. Oh, man, that's good stuff. <laughs> it really it needs to happen. Let's go to a break. We'll come back. We'll get into the UK news of the weekend. There was some good news. There was some bad news. There's a lot to, lot to talk about. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call on a Tuesday, July 5th. Roll here on Big Edge Sports Radio. People will come, Ray. To Kentucky Roll Call. For reasons they can't even fathom. Welcome back into Kentucky Roll Call. Big X Force Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. Nick Rouse, TJ Walker, Justin Kalen, Intern Jacob. Getting back after a holiday weekend. We were catching up on all the holiday activities, but I think it's now to talk about the the real meat and taters, Mr. TJ. Yeah, let's get into it. Uh, Up and down weekend. A lot of recruiting news, as we alluded to. Not a lot of good recruiting news. Maybe more so good than bad. So to to chronologically go through the ups and downs – Carmelo English was supposed to decide on Saturday, cancels his visit or his decision right before us. It's like, okay, that's, that's good news for Kentucky. Okay. Yeah, push that bad boy off. Yeah, we but, talked about that, that it's probably going to go down to the wire regardless for somebody like him. But if he was going to decide soon, it wasn't going to be UK. It was going to be Auburn. So good news. He pushed yeah, it back. He pushed it back. Good. Um, he pushed it back two days. Oh. Yeah. Just commits to Auburn July 4th instead of July 2nd. So it's like, oh, mm. well, that kind of came out of nowhere. That's a bummer. Um, that was on the heels of Christian Conyer, the cornerback from Bowling Green South Warren High School, announcing his commitment to Tennessee 
Sunday afternoon. That was bizarre. I was, uh, I told TJ during the break, had to spend a lot of my Sunday afternoon in Lowe's. Um, they do the big sales and you just like, okay, we got to get this stupid kitchen thing going. Let's, let's spend our afternoon in Lowe's and I'm refreshing Twitter and I have Christian Conyer tweet alerts sent to my phone. So as soon as he makes this announcement, we're going to find out about it, right? Mm-hmm. Well, about 10 minutes before, he tweets a weird video to Vince Merrill. And it's a response to him say, uh, to Vince tweeting, walking my daughter down the aisle, it's going to be great. And it's just Kanye saying, okay. And it's like people partying. I don't really, I don't. What was the partying going on in the background? I, I, I have, I, I was, I was very, I didn't know if he was, initially I'm like, well, he's not going to be tweeting at the guy unless it's UK, right? Like this has to be a good sign. Well, was it partying? Was it taunting? I think what it was is I think Vince tweeted that out once Conyer told him. He's like, oh, well, I got to I gotta get in front of this. But the, the Conyer response, that was wild. Uh, to then commit to Tennessee right afterwards. Um, it's one of those things, TJ, that going into that decision, I was like, you know, I mostly want Conyer to commit to Kentucky just so we don't have to make his recruitment some big indictment on Kentucky football recruiting. Cause really it's just it's just a bad look because for the most part, Stoops, if they've wanted kids from Kentucky, Tennessee hasn't gotten them. I think the only kid they've gotten in the last ten years from Kentucky is uh, Caleb Perry, a linebacker who played a great crossing last year. But outside of that, Kentucky uh with Oxendine, they won that recruitment. They won the recruitment with Lavelle Wright. Um the the same thing with the uh, the Wade twins down in Tennessee, Trayvon Ripka. Like they've Kentucky's held their own in these recruiting battles, um, and, and so to lose this one, it stinks. There's no doubt about it. I, but of all the people I just mentioned, like I don't, I think, I I don't think Conyers the best out of all of the 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 kids that Kentucky's won for. So I was like, you know, just. Just don't lose this one. Then we got to make this a whole big story about how Kentucky's not recruiting as well as they should. Uh, and, and that's that's kind of where we are. We got into that. Well, eh, I guess Kentucky's not doing well because uh, they're behind because they're behind a nil. And I don't know that to be the case. I don't have uh, coaches complaining about that to me. So let's just go on the record straight here. No UK coach has mentioned concerns about nil to you in any behind closed door conversations because publicly they have, they they've talked, I mean, they, reading between the lines in public conversations and in interviews discussing nil, they haven't sounded the alarm, but they have been quick to be like, yeah, we need to make sure that we are doing this, that we are up to date, that we are competing and we have a lot to offer in that regard. So they haven't flat out come out and said, mm-hmm. Oh, we're good on nil. You don't worry about that. Like we're going to be, we, we feel confident in our nil program and that we're going to be able, they haven't said that. They've right. said they've kind they've- of parroted the same concerns that I think fans have said, just, I, I want to make sure that we can do this and uncertainty. Yeah. I think it, it's, it's a say. lot of, um, we're okay, but I don't know if we're as good as we should be. Yes. And, but at the same time, I mean, when Christian, Con- you know, when one of these kids announces they're going elsewhere, I don't get, well, if I could have had this, then we wouldn't have lost him. So I, I don't know. I and that that that's it's hard to you're supposed to have definitive hard 
hot takes and no one way or the other. Um, but, you know, that they, they, they get some of the guys. Zach Yenzer um, is recruiting Khalifa Keith, who he announced his commitment on Monday. He's gotten the last two commitments. Um, but they aren't the, – the last two guys Kentucky's got, they aren't these big top five world star, you know, awesome yeah. players. So, like, I don't – I don't. I don't have a good definitive answer one way or the other. But just to um, be clear, a coach has not brought it up to you that they're concerned about nil. Yeah, yeah. Like that. I don't have anybody saying. Okay. If we, if we had more, we could have gotten this guy. Gotcha. I've. They've kind of laughed at like Louisville. Been like, you know, they're just paying their players. You know, they kind of laugh at that. They're like, I mean, come on, we're still going to kick their. Like, there's the there's the kind of that's a sideshow to them right now. That's kind of comedy. Yeah. Um, but. I haven't gotten any of those. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's it's it was discussed. Um, I had a tweet that wasn't even so much directly about Christian Conyer necessarily, but it does when you lose an in-state guy to your big rival, especially a big rival that has when two of your biggest rivals have been most in the news regarding nil. Yeah. It is totally it and completely understandable for UK fans to wonder, to worry. You've got there's not a more conservative old school athletic director in college athletics. Mm-hmm. The 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 pushback on some of the UK fans that are concerned about Mitch Barnhart moving UK into the nil era is absolutely outlandish. He doesn't serve beer to common fans. He keeps a baseball coach that has just progressively gotten worse. Since his one good season, which was back in, what, 2016, 2017, whatever year that was? 17? It is totally fair to wonder and to be concerned when your two biggest rivals are not only taking recruits from you, but are making national headlines for how far along they are in nil. Now, again, with the Louisville stuff, are you worried about it? You shouldn't be. One, UK is going to beat them by three touchdowns later this year. And two, if you were to keep that class together, you'd worry about that in like 2024, 2025, really, all things considered. Mm -hmm. And even then, how worried about it would you be? That's so much time. So UofL, not so much. Tennessee, yes, they have been a thorn in your side. You have probably been the more talented program over the last few years, or at least I think Tennessee has always recruited better, but you've turned those players into more than Tennessee has, and you've let them off the hook. You beat them at their place. You come back. It's just it's a it's a series that Kentucky needs to take advantage in Roush. And historically, UK has just never been able to do it, especially as of late. But UK fans are now expecting it, so that's where we're kind of at a crossroads here. Fans aren't happy losing recruits to U of L or Tennessee, especially when there is a gray area in nil, and we have no idea exactly where UK is in that gray area. And it is worth bringing up that the last time UK football, before Mark Stoops, had momentum, it was halted instantly, all because Mitch Barnhart wouldn't make promises to Rich Brooks for new facilities investments into the football program. That's factually true. Now, Mitch Barnhart has changed his stance on that. They have renovated Kroger yeah. Field. They've built new facilities. They're going to build more new facilities. He, they, woo, way to go. We're yeah. happy about that. Yeah. We're, we're thrilled that he has invested into football. That being said, if he's lost one coach or allowed one coach to kind of walk out a door when he probably shouldn't have because of not making him happy, 
Who's to say in the nil era, he's not going to make Mark Stoops happy? It's worth bringing up. It's worth talking about. Mm -hmm. And it's worth putting a little pressure on Mitch to answer it thoroughly and not just do the old rigmarole word salad that you know you're going to get from him. But uh, it's if it wasn't Tennessee and Louisville Roush, I don't think it'd be as big of a deal. But those are two of the probably four biggest in the nil game right now, and they're your two biggest rivals. Well, and and – to further add more questions to this, I mean, Kentucky, the last time they had a 10-win season, they went and signed, it was the highest-ranked recruiting class at the time. It was the one with Justin Rogers, uh, you know, all, all those talented defensive linemen where you just had four-star, four-star, four-star. And now, I mean, Kentucky, they, they've had hats on the table, and they've had some of these kids officially visit, but they're not – Committing like you, like I mentioned English, but you also had another kid, Jaden Robinson, uh, commit to South Carolina. There's a lot of teams where it's Kentucky is the final two, but they're losing out on him. And you would think that the that ten win season would carry a little more weight. Now maybe having such high coaching turnover yeah. is a bigger problem than we anticipated. You know, you lost some of your best recruiters with. Queenskill, uh, halfway through last offseason, then you lose John Summerall, uh, and then Eric Wolford, he was doing a bang-up job recruiting as well. So m- maybe the coaching turnover is is playing a little bit more, uh, taking more of a toll than we anticipated. But you also just got to think, like, they, South Carolina, they won, what, six games? Like, wait, come on. You're going to go to that place instead of the 10-win the Kentucky team? Yeah, and similar to, like, Louisville, Right now, although it's a little different, I'll come back to that. When Kentucky Kentucky got some good classes when they didn't have anything on the field to show for, but true, they were true. being recruited on playing time and promises of turning around the program. So you could see South Carolina doing that. Yeah, you can see even it happening with Louisville. The only issue is it's like the your coach had been there for a while. It's <laughs> it's like this renaissance and. Year four? But, yeah, but why? <laughs> Nothing's changed. Uh, fans have actually been calling for your job more, and all of a sudden you've reinvested. But in reality, I think it was just Hail Mary time, and they said, hey, Adidas, uh, we're not saying no to anything. So if you want us to do – we're we're in. We're in on it all. And uh, they've been profiting off that. So I, I that's good to hear that you haven't had any – there's no confidants that are telling you that they're worried about the nil, and that's nice to hear, and that's important I do think it's a fair question, though, that you haven't gotten any you you haven't gotten anybody saying, "Oh, we're good on nil. No need to worry about yeah, nil. Our people yeah. are going to be happy. We're we're rocking and rolling." Publicly, they're not saying that. Privately, they're not saying that. It's not a, maybe as doom and gloom as some people make it out to be on the private side of nil. But it's at least when your rivals are thriving, you want to make sure that your athletic director well, is is leading the proper charge, not only for the state of the program, but. Keep Mark Stoops happy. You don't want him to say, eh, I don't really want to leave Kentucky for this other job. But one, they may pay a little bit more. And two, their athletic director is going to let me do whatever I want. There, I'm all for the the public pressure on Mitch, too, um, from this standpoint. And I'm also curious how much of Mitch Barnhart's hesitancy is also because of JMI's hesitancy. Um, JMI, they are the official UK broadcasters. So they have all, they have all the rights to all of the UK official radio stuff. I mean, they, they've got their their podcast. They've got a lot of stuff out there. They spend a lot of money. UK is their biggest client, if you will, and they think this is a zero sum game. You know, they they don't want a piece of the pie going elsewhere. So I think there's some pushback on that end, and I wonder how much 
it, uh, of Mitch's hesitancy is because of theirs as well. Um, because the thing, you just can't. We have to have this public sentiment to push back to get them to move forward, and that's just crazy to me. That is crazy. <laughs> you know, I, I totally agree with that. Like, but that's kind of the state of UK athletics right now. It, it's overall like it, there's. You feel like it's nitpicking to some degree, but there's a lot of UK athletics that they unnecessarily do that makes things more difficult for yeah. themselves. Well, and you know you're in a good spot, but that's very fragile. I mean, Kentucky football had two 10-win seasons ever, and they have two in the last four years. Oh, and yeah. There's, there's, it's, this foundation isn't as solid as we might think, and it can all go away in a hurry when you know that you're in a transitional period of college athletics. And if if things go poorly, if you get buried now in your conference, you're you're, you're, you're it's it's a lot more dirt on top of the coffin, you know. And everybody made fun of Calipari. It was an expression more than anything else. But when he was talking about Chris Max, that he felt bad, said we're all 30 days from bankruptcy. It, of course, that's I hope that wouldn't be the case for Calipari. <laughs> He's got some bad financial issues. But the sentiment's true, and that does go with UK athletics. Is you, it, it wouldn't take it what take a bad. Two bad football seasons, another bad basketball season. Baseball and women's basketball don't really do much different. The other sports oh, yeah. I mean, uh, are it could, okay, but whatever. Like then, you lose then, your star, yeah, Abby then, Steiner. Maybe there's no more track. I mean, yeah, then, it could be. Then what's the, where's the state of the athletic program in 2024 if those things were to happen? Hopefully they don't. I don't think they should. Basketball seems like it's set up for plenty of success over the next couple seasons, obviously. Uh, we should feel good as long as Calipari's the coach. Football, they've been recruiting well. There shouldn't be this huge drop off but it's college athletics things happen injuries can happen stuff out of your control can happen mm-hmm. and you just want to make sure that you're the the, pro, the program's healthy in a good spot and right now all the attention understandably is on nil because it's this new horizon of athletics mm-hmm. and it seems like it can be an equalizer to some extent hey these other programs have been ahead of you a time now maybe you got another you got better nil to offer we're seeing U of L take advantage of it of course it's risk-free for the commits for UofL. They could all uncommit and nothing would come of it. But it's a new it's a new era of college sports, and UK fans just want to make sure they've got an athletic director that is going to be hungry in figuring out what works and what doesn't work and not somebody that's going to try to poo-poo it every step of the way because, well, he's done that mostly. Not exclusively, but there's reason for concern. And it all, and as I mentioned, it all comes back to just the fact that your two biggest rivals are the ones thriving, so it even hits home a little bit closer. But, yeah, it wasn't all bad news, as Roush mentioned. Uh, you mm-hmm. get the running back from Alabama to commit. Seems He's... like on tape, not like the most exciting thing in the world, but people said the same thing about Chris Rodriguez and Benny Snell. And Roush, those guys worked out just fine. He, his cool his name, legs man. are so damn big. When he's go when you when you watch it's like how does those tree trunks move that fast? Um, and, and I was talking with somebody. It's like you know, I'm not going to ever be overly worried about Kentucky and running backs because they've they're pretty well established in that regard. Um, I think there was some concerns about speed, but if you look at life after Chris Rodriguez, they've got quite a few explosive outside zone runners. They don't really. This is their meat and potatoes guy. You gotta. At the end of the day, you gotta have at least one dude 
on your roster that you can trust to run in between the tackles, to get downhill, to make something out of nothing, move the sticks in short yardage situations. That's why you go get a guy like Khalifa Keith. So, um, after on the heels of getting a transfer running back and then having the other kid from Tennessee, it's just like, are, are we only, we only doing running backs now? Is that, is that the case? Uh, but, uh, they did at least add a piece. So you got some good news. You can build a little bit of momentum. And then Kobe Keenum, he announced he's going to uh, probably share his decision. Uh, it'll be this upcoming Saturday. I think that's July 9th. And Keenum is one of the best centers in the country. He's down to Kentucky and Louisville. And we, we got we got some momentum coming Kentucky's way. So yeah, big old suck it to the cards. That would be great. That's somebody that... Along with UL's kind of getting their their nice pieces, which again, if I was a UL fan, I'd be excited about. But uh, understandably so, you got to get those guys signed. But they got an offensive lineman UK was interested in, and then this was another offensive lineman that it was going to come down to the cats or the cards. It seemed like for a little bit, maybe leaning, leaning slightly UL. Seems like that has shifted back to the it, blue, which it, is which is good news. And if there was ever going to be a if he ends up at Louisville, then I'm going to be like, damn it, what? get the nail going. Because there would be no reason why and uh, one of the better offensive linemen at his position would choose Kentucky or choose Louisville over Kentucky. Like, just yeah. from a – and they're like, oh, our offensive line isn't that bad. It's like, have you had five guys drafted in four years? I mean, like, these hmm. – Kentucky's offensive line has been a Joe Moore Award finalist, semifinalist, like five years in a row. We, we make offensive linemen a big deal at Kentucky. Yes. I talked to all of them about their hot dog eating habits, damn it. Like, nobody – it's just like we we make – it's the only reason why Kentucky got Keontae Goodwin. They're only getting Keontae Goodwin because offensive linemen are put on a pedestal at Kentucky. They mean a lot at Kentucky. If you could just add – just throw in some no money to be able to out-recruit that, then there'd be huh. – so, <laughs> then I'd be really sounding the alarm. So we'll we'll see Saturday. Maybe I'm sounding an alarm. Who knows? Or maybe this is the the announcement that kind of gets the train more back on the tracks. Uh, I know Anthony Brown is going to make a decision in like next week or something like that. That could be a, a nice pickup at wide receiver. So you you have some opportunities now. It's about closing the deal. The only companies that do nil with U of L's offensive line or Swiss cheese companies. Hey, cause they've got, Oh, I guess that could work both. You, you could, they make the holes, but they are the holes. Yeah. Holes all in it. Yeah. 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 I realized that that could have gone the other way, supposedly too. Uh, anyways, you know where they've got great cheese. They've got it all. It's uh-huh. Thornton's <laughs> trying to eat a little bit better now that 4th of July oh, weekend's gosh. over. Cause was... it probably wasn't, uh, the healthiest weekend. God, we I think one day we like forgot to eat lunch or had a really like a late breakfast early lunch and we realized we hadn't eaten for hours and we ordered some food and we just devoured it and uh, we even considered going up and getting some some it wasn't breakfast time or we would have gone up to Thornton's for their breakfast sandwiches donuts everything but that's the beauty about Thornton's is I could still go into their shop and say eh I need to take a break from some of the sweets. Mm-hmm. I'll go get their fresh fruit. They've got bananas. They've got apples. They usually have a nice assortment. It's all fresh daily. Mm-hmm. That's how they do it at Thor's. And they've got a cold beer, ice, too, for you to fill up your cooler. Sure. For if going out on the – like that was where I stopped yesterday. Yeah. In the morning. Why not? Why, why the heck not? 
And uh, they're still doing their summer cash rain. bash, so download that app. Yep. Maybe win 10000 bucks. I could use that. Let's uh. go until September 3rd, I think. And they're also going to be giving away a 2022 Chevy Tahoe as well. All you got to do is download the Thornton's app, and it's right there. Really big. Thornton's cash bash. Cash bash. Shout out to Alex Cupper and Kelly Leonardo. They sponsor our text line as well, the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. A texter says, all right, there's... Been, all right, I've been seeing the rumors, and there's absolutely no t- chance DJ Wagner actually plays for Trinity his senior year. <laughs> Just knowing Zabo and his system, DJ wouldn't be able to do his own thing on offense because that's not how Zabo rolls. It's very robotic and play-oriented. Many former players complained about that in the past years. No shot it actually happens. Well, they've been pretty good for players not – being all that happy. Oh, but Zabo is the king of sets. He'll run three sets in one offensive possession. He freaking he'll set you to death. And, he and al- well, and also I think if you got DJ Wagner too, you could theoretically change your style of coaching ever yeah. so slightly. Yeah, you could. But um, the one that I heard more so was that it was Ball- Ballard would make a little bit more sense. But also like, I reached out to a, a source. Okay. I don't think there's anything going on at Trinity, but here's. You know what? Let's go to a break, and I'll. Oh, there is one interesting connection with this. Okay, that's all. I don't think he's gonna. I just want to. I want to get out in front of it. I don't think he's gonna be playing high school basketball in Louisville. But when that kind of those rumors been going on for a while, Roush, you've heard them. I don't mm-hmm. know if we brought them up on the show or haven't. I think we did maybe last week, but. There's one interesting part to this. We'll come okay. back. I'll tell you what I found out. When we return for hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, and Turn Jacob. Welcome back for Hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. You're in Hour Number 2 of Kentucky Roll Call. I'm Nick Roush. Here with the sports talker TJ Walker, intern Jacob, and rootin' tootin' scootin' Justin Kalen. Bruiser, Bruiser Scooter Dingus. Here on the Big X Sports Radio, get into the th- show by texting in the Thorns text on 502-414-1450. And TJ, that Big X, people can't forget the Big X because it's the promo code that's going to give them 25% off Shady Rays. Which, if you didn't have your Shady Rays on this weekend, what are you doing? Oh, yeah. You had to. You had to. Got a lot of compliments on them. You will as well when you order Shady Rays. And that's not the only thing you're doing when you get some Shady Rays. You're giving meals to hungry kids in America. Yeah. It's win, win, win. Uh, ShadyRays.com. You get the quality of a top-of-the-line sunglass without having to, to pay. The price, that outrageous price, and if you lose them, uh, they'll get you a replacement pair. All you got to do is, what, pay a little processing fee? Yeah, you go online, it's super easy, and they just, you say, hey, 
Awesome. I need my replacement pair. And they say, all right, well, we just need to know where to send it. And bada boom, bada bing, you're in like Matt Flynn. You remember when he signed that huge contract with the Seahawks? Oh, yeah. Only it was like one big game. With the Packers. Uh-huh. And then the Seahawks brought in Russell Wilson, and they were like, open competition. It's Russell Wilson's job. <laughs> <laughs> Not, but, you know, Matt Flynn looked cool on the sidelines, and Loda looked even cooler if he was wearing some Shady Rays. ShadyRays.com. Do not forget that promo code Big X. It's going to save you 25% off the perfect gift. You can't get somebody you don't know what to get them for a birthday or anniversary. It's just sunglasses. Boom. Cool sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Everybody likes them. You can use them. Worst case, you put them away till the ones you have break, and then you say, you know what? I'm glad that Uncle Justin got me some more Shady Rays. Yep. I'll just go get those out of the drawer. Well, it's also, you, you need to have one just like all-time car pair, mm-hmm. and then they kind of... Really wouldn't be a bad idea, like just put one in golf bag, put one in car, just anywhere yeah. that you could get out somewhere and be like, oh, no, I don't have... You know what? I stuck my Shady Rays here. That's the beauty of Shady Rays. Kentuckians... Made some nice sunglasses. They want you to buy them, and they want you to save money when doing it with promo code Big X. Actually, Uncle JJ. Uncle oh, JJ. Uncle JJ. Okay. Oh, Uncle JJ is definitely letting the kids get away with stuff they're not supposed to. Isn't uh, oh JJ yeah, absolutely. Somebody from Coco Melon. Everybody keeps talking to me. I've, I promise you guys, I have had Coco Melon brought up to me about seven times this weekend. I have no idea what the hell Coco oh, Melon is. Oh, so you, you never want to watch it. Can't be that cool of, a, of an uncle if you don't know Coco. I Melon mean, I know is. all the other shows. I know Paw Patrol. I know you know Bluey, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. I know of Bluey. I've never seen you know Bluey, but I don't know. I have no idea what Coco you know Melon Rachel? is. Coco Melon. Mm, don't is, know Miss Rachel. We we have done. You want to get to know? It's Ms. it's one of our best parenting jobs is keeping Coco Melon out of our house because I cannot. It's, it's one of the annoying ones. Cocoa melon. It's so creepy. That little baby is so creepy. Why the baby's cute? And then the teacher in Cocoa Melon, I forget what her name is. Oh. oh. Is that Miss Rachel? Oh. Isn't Miss that Ra- a cartoon? Well, yeah. Yeah, but she's good looking. Like she's a, <laughs> she's a, It's a good looking cartoon. So she's uh, Jessica Rabbit? The, yeah, except human. <laughs> cartoon human. No, Jessica Rabbit was a the cartoon human. Jessica Rabbit was a bunny. Well, she was definitely yeah. a rabbit. Was she? Jessica Rabbit. I mean, Roger was, Rabbit's wife. Was that it, was scantily clad. She was not. She was redheaded. Maybe I'm thinking of the bunny in space. You're thinking Rabbit. of Lola Bunny. Jessica Rabbit's different. Oh yeah, you're right. She's yeah. human. Okay, I was thinking yeah. of Lola Rabbit, who was a bunny. Jessica Rabbit, you're right. Just yes. a cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. This, but more innocent. <laughs> I, mean, I think you <laughs> I would hope so <laughs> all, all all good shows uh, Coco Melon's yeah it's not bad oh, Pro- okay. Duke's probably out of the Coco Melon age maybe oh I want to keep him out of it I, those they, uh, the next baby out. no no we're good yeah. we'll keep it away nothing wrong with that we will keep nothing it away nothing wrong with that keep the text coming in alright we'll talk about the DJ Wagner Trinity thing yeah here's the one thing that I found interesting is that the that account, what was the name of that account that tweeted out, like, there's some rumors. Was it Me Man Boy? No. No, it was like the, it was like Kentuckiana basketball recruiting or something. It was just like one of those random accounts. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't. Not familiar? No. no I, because, again, these rumors of DJ Wagner coming and playing high school basketball in Kentucky have been going on for a little while. Mm-hmm. But I, I, that account, yeah, like Kentuckiana Hoops. That account 
for I guess a lot of people that maybe don't read message boards or listen to sports talk radio religiously, that account broke that news for a lot of people. Like, what? There's rumors he may do that? Where a lot of other people were like, yeah, these rumors have been around for a little bit, but maybe so this just... is more smoke to those rumors. Maybe this is somebody else hearing that. Maybe this is somebody else just making this up. Interesting enough, that person who runs that account, I'm not saying they have any affiliation with the school. I don't think they do. They're an alum from Collegiate who just got a new head coach uh, who they the guy, right? he's a former U of L assistant. Um, well, what was his name? Mark Lieberman. He was a former U of L assistant. Okay. And then he went and did AAU stuff for a little bit. That's one interesting little nugget. I don't think DJ Wagner plays his basketball, but you did have a collegiate, Account, it's not really a collegiate account, but somebody, but who, somebody who's in with collegiate tweets out that, oh, there are some rumors here. It ain't Trinity. I don't know if it's Ballard. You're right that like you could see Ballard taking him on and being happy to do such. You doubt, I mean, I wouldn't have be shocked if it was St. X. It's that's in, that's interesting to me, at least. I don't think DJ Wagner is going to play his high school basketball at collegiate, but I find it interesting that somebody with ties to the program, new head coach, AAU background, they're kind of talking about it. It's interesting. Maybe we can get him into sales. I Hey, huh? why the heck not? Why the heck not? Is that one team still playing at the sales? No, no, no. I don't, they, they're, they don't exist anymore. That's cool. Big surprise. They went to Prep Holy school. Cross, right? What yeah. was their name? Aspire. Aspire, yeah. That guy got a job. Oh, and Penny's staff is like quality control or something. So hmm. that's what he was looking for, I think. That didn't work, huh? No, no. But hey, he still might be on the staff over there. Who knows? 502-414-1450 is I the did, Thornton's text line. I did love Jack's uh, recent little DJ Wagner nugget. Um, yeah, speaking of Wagner. Yeah, because uh, the MBPA Top 100 camp was, I guess, like Thursday, Friday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday last week. And he had some some insider notes afterwards. And he has a paragraph about, you know, Louisville's looking really conf. They've been really confident, but their inability to close with recruits and transfers have national sources skeptical about just how long the honeymoon period lasts before the restlessness begins. Competing schools have noticed the overselling and underdelivering. Certainly something to keep in mind with Wagner. Huh. I mean, there's already rumblings. UL fans are already not happy. And now it, the people that are in, that are talking, because like, TJ, you know how this is with coaches, uh, like in the AU scene between the trainers and just all the people plugged into it. There is the, the kind of hot team out there, and Louisville had that, that hot new girl kind of vibe to it, and it feels like that that hot, the hot new girl isn't the hot new girl anymore. Yeah, it's or it's just like the hot new girl, and then you went and you talked for two minutes, and you're like, oh, I see why you're why you're by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> the interesting thing is though, I just would have never like Kenny Payne is personable. He is he's not Tom Crean. Is it an effort thing? Are they just, you know, is Kenny kind of taking his UK, Calipari, we don't need you, but we'd like you, but if you don't want us, then we're not going to sweat you. Is he taking that, like, too cool for school approach 
and it just ain't. Well, U of L is a place where you got to really, you got to really recruit people. You got to convince them. Where UK, yeah. and, and I think Cal's kind of gone away from that approach a little bit too, just because it started not to work so much. So, but like if you think about, I have how, no idea how it used to work when he was at UK. Kenny got a lot of credit for those recruits, but what if? I mean, he, he got the credit for developing the relationships, but Cal was just the closer. What if he never closed any of the deals, you know? It did kind of cross my mind that, like, he you – know, it's easy for assistant coaches to get a ton of praise or blame <laughs> right, right. in the recruiting game. See, and that's why recruiting is so fascinating because it, a lot of it is just about developing stories, narratives, because it is all, quote-unquote, behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in this instance, right now, I think – the good news is that the longer that this plays out, the more you have to like Kentucky's chances, right? I don't know. I don't. It's really fascinating to me. I, I've got no idea. I just thought Cal's relationship would win out, and Cal just wouldn't lose this guy even with pain. Then U of L hires his grandfather. Then you start to think about it that like I, I don't know. I, I, I have no feel on this one whatsoever. But I think the interesting aspect of it is. Do you, if you're UK, you want DJ Wagner, obviously, but would you rather have Ian Jackson if he reclassifies and moves up to 2023? Because you're not getting all three of them. Right. You already got Dillingham. So there's really only room for one more. And I, I, uh, gosh, I, I will just go ahead and get out in front of it and say that if UK, if Wagner goes to U of L and it's just like the place he wants to be, I'll be promoting the UK didn't have room for Wagner. Oh, so I'll yes. just go ahead and get oh, out in front of that. That's a good just narrative. So we're yeah. all on the same page. Didn't have enough room for DJ. Go Wagner. ahead and lay down those seeds instantly and see what they grow it into does. when that time comes. But there actually is a little truth to the fact that you can make a case you'd rather have Ian Jackson than DJ Wagner. Now the answer is is or the 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 bigger question is is Ian Jackson actually going to reclassify, and would you roll the dice one with him reclassifying two maybe getting him guy. maybe not getting him, yeah. and, or would you rather just take Wagner and say ha Louisville suck it we've got Wagner we got Dillingham we're ready to rock and roll because you would be you'd be ready to rock and roll. My it, it seems like too that if you're Kentucky you're adding pieces to make it as an attractive as a landing spot for Wagner as possible. But if you're Louisville, you you can't really – he has to be the kind of cornerstone. He has to be your it Pierce is. Clarkson. He has to be your guy mm-hmm. that attracts other talent. So if you don't if you don't get a, him on board, I mean, I don't think you'd have to before Peach Jam, but you would want to before the, the school year starts. If this thing bleeds into the – you know, I, I I can't foresee Wagner waiting until May, like some of those late decisions we used to get. You know, ten years ago, I think kids are making the, they're they're choosing their schools a little bit earlier now. But the longer it lingers, feels like feels like uh, Louisville getting a little bit more trouble here. Troubled troubled waters. If you're Kentucky, though, wouldn't you rather have DJ Wagner just because Jackson's not going to go to Louisville, so they're up creek without a paddle? Good, good point. But um, I, I think you'd have to just look at it from you'd want Kentucky to be the best it could be. Sure. Because while, what if from that instance you're right, you get Wagner, U of L is hosed. But then what if Ian Jackson reclassifies and goes to Duke, and U of L is never going to really compete with you for a title, but Duke sure as heck is, and now they've got 
a loaded piece. Where instead, you could have gotten Jackson, Duke stayed out in the cold, Wagner went to L, and yeah, that's a victory for L, and they'll be happy about it, but they're still going to get a beatdown from Kentucky and at best maybe make the second weekend of the NCAA tournament. All hypotheticals, Justin, and different strokes for different folks in that instance, and I have no idea if Jackson would go to Duke if he if he didn't go to UK. It's just picking the, the biggest bully out there, and that's Duke right now in the recruiting trails. But it's going to be fun to watch. And, Roush, I think you are onto something about the longer it takes, what's going on here. Because if I was Kenny Payne or if I was DJ Wagner's pop-pop, I would say, hey, the sooner you get on, let's let's make this crazy. Let, let's get other five stars to join you. But you're really not, like, hearing about them with anybody. Yeah, um, it was Bradshaw, but that one – Feels like he's pretty walked in. Yeah, to, UK put the clamps on that one. It seems right, he'll go, right. He'll go to Kentucky. Because, uh, and there, there is um, the one down the road that's going to be. But he's he's a twenty twenty four guy. Kevin Knox's brother Carter Knox. That's going to be a Kenny Payne versus John Calipari uh, battle as well. But that's twenty twenty four. Yes, that, that's that's much further down the road. Because you're right in that twenty three class. There isn't this whole. There aren't a whole lot of options out there for, for well, you getting people. Cards. It seems like committing sooner than they used to, and you're right that, it, that talking to my U of all friends, there's not too many names that they say, "Ha ha, this is the person we're getting," and then some of the people they feel the best about, where they feel like they've got a good chance in, aren't instant impact dudes outside of Wagner. So it's whatever. I had one U of all goober who always gets in my mentions. <laughs> Those are fun. He was like, I still got your screenshots of DJ Wagner to Kentucky prediction. Cause I think when they hired Payne, I was like, Wagner's still gonna go to UK. And that will if he goes to U of L, that will age poorly. And I'll I'll eat I won't delete the tweet or anything like that, but I'll eat crow. I've been wrong a million times, won't bother me at all. But I'm assuming, I can only assume it's probably a KRC listener, but they tweeted back the guy and said, hmm, well, that's interesting. Speaking of receipts, and it was the same guy saying, Bradshaw's definitely following Wagner to U of L. Lock it up. That's just so it'll be nice. It'll be nice to get Bradshaw on board for Kentucky mm-hmm. and keep this uh, absolutely potential monster 2023 class mm. still, still trucking along. Oh, yeah. Could end up being one of the best Calipari's had, and that would be crazy to say. Uh, given how long he's been at UK and how many great classes he's had. Alex from Colga has something to say on the Thornton's text line. Mm-hmm. 502-414-1450 is the number. Uh, he says, Alex here, love my dad, and I've always been proud of him, but fewer things make me more proud than when he tells me the story of growing up in Owensboro. He went to Owensboro High School, and Rex went to Crosstown Rival Apollo, and Rex showed up to a party being Rex, and my dad beat the piss out of him. <laughs> Their junior year. <laughs> Suck it, Rex Chapman. Oh, wow. I wonder what showing up being Rex means. Sure, just confident. It, it just seems like he has done, like, there has been a total shift in his old, like, he was like the fun-loving Rex, just making it out on this, you know, back back out on his feet. Here's some cute, fun videos. And then into just, like, the abyss of, Political bickering. Mm-hmm. I would love to have a couple beers with Alex from Colga's dad just to hear the backstory of what led up to that. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good uh, point. More Justin. details, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> For the Uncensored podcast. <laughs> a texter says Kentucky isn't in the tall caps uh, or up and down. Al- al- alternate cats. 
so this is how they probably want it to to, to oh, be right. Oh, to be right, yeah. Kentucky isn't behind with nil. This is overblown dramatic UK fans. Goodness gracious, calm down, guys. But was, I, that's not what I did. I'm saying that there are genuine nil concerns. I don't think I've ever gone on the opposite end of that. Yeah, I, I had my little bit where I was like, I mean, I said it two weeks ago. It's like, yeah, I don't, I don't think like UK is as far behind as we would. Th- like, I, I just think if push came to shove and they needed X amount of money or so, like, if push comes to shove, I think Kentucky can get it done. That's why I, I don't think that there's this huge part. I, I just wonder what, what the. Like if if you don't want to get left behind, but I wonder what it looks like in theory that would make Kentucky a more palatable destination for some kids. Like, do you have to do the Bowman Field thing to get kids? I don't think so. But like, what what is yeah. that? What does that look like? I, I I genuinely want to know, and I think that's where we're all in this area of uncertainty. That just anytime you're missing out on kids, it's like. Ugh, ugh. Ooh, this is tough. And and here's the thing too, folks, is um Kentucky's gonna end up getting a handful of commitments in July. And then when they start playing well, they're gonna have some more kids on campus. Like all of this can be salvaged for a top thirty class. And if you do it well on the field again, if you stack up another ten win season or better, then it can be even better. Part of the the one thing that I, I did find kind of fascinating about the difference between the recruiting bump from this 10-win season and the last, you got a lot more of it immediately after. Like, Kentucky was in on a lot of kids going into early signing day to where when they were 6-0, and they were all, yeah. yeah, you know, like they, they were already in the process of closing on a guy like Barry and Brown, you know? Like they, they had already kind of stacked the chips up and that was just served as confirmation action during the season. Uh, you... You might need a little bit more of that this year to to convince some of these guys that you're probably in the top two or three, um, that you've, you've got a little bit more substance than some of these other places. Well, I like hearing all of that. I hope uh, – well, the good news, that is. I hope that the nil stuff is working out for Kentucky. My bigger concern is I just, I just hope the coaches are happy. Yeah, With whatever yeah. it, uh, you're right, and that's going to be the annoying thing is UK is going to get commitments, and people are gonna be like, "So the nil not bad enough for this commitment?" <laughs> I don't think anybody's portraying Kentucky as not having a nil impact or influence whatsoever. I just want to make sure that Stoops doesn't feel like he's got to go after, mm-hmm. he, it, like, "Hey, as long as Mitch is going to be it here, here, it's not. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to be successful." That's my only concern. And as, if Stoops is happy with the where the nil is, then I'm happy. Same with Calipari on the basketball side of things, except basketball, it all seems so much easier because I think it's been going on longer, you know, the nil aspect of it. Like, I think these basketball coaches know what they're doing. Football coaches, I'm not naive to the fact that this has gone on for football too. I just don't think it's gone on so universally. I think you've had players that you've had to play the game with. I don't think it's all the players that you've had to play the game with. Now you're having to do more of it. So my bigger concern, and I'm not trying to say there's a huge divide or there's a big fight or there's in-house fighting and everybody, it's time to panic, contact your legislators. I think it's just I want to make sure Stoops is happy with where things stand with UK and Nell. I love that Roush hasn't heard anything behind the scenes about some upset people being talking and thoughting and planning and plotting. Right. 
I'm happy to hear that. Um, speaking of nil, because we, I mean, we 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 get so consumed in the the big takey stuff that there's pretty awesome stuff that is happening in that regard, uh, and that's the 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 Chris Oates camp that's happening later this month. Um, if you haven't heard about it, it's happening July 23rd up at Beachwood High School in Northern Kentucky, and I want to say it's you know 120 bucks a pop and. More than a dozen UK football players are going to be there. And after talking with some of the people that are putting it on, pretty much 95% of the money that's being made at this camp is just going to Chris's rehab. And from my understanding, he, he spent the last three months down in Florida. Chris is a big dude. He's 6'6". Mm-hmm. And a lot of the stuff that he needs, they just don't have in Cincinnati. Even a place as big as Cincinnati – the equipment just isn't built for people his size. Um, so he's been spending time down in Florida. If this camp goes well enough, and if there are enough people there, and if there are enough people giving back to the Chris Oates Foundation, then he can return for another month or two um, You know, in September or October to be able to to keep going with his rehab where he's he's making some progress. The legs are still shaky, but he's getting there. So um, if you can help, if you want your kids to go, I know that it's like th- – these guys are his friends. They want to do what they can to help, and I think it's really cool that you can have stuff like this um, to, to make it happen. You know, yeah. Chris Oates, uh, when he was healthy and playing, had a great smile. Just seemed like somebody genuinely happy to just have the opportunity to play a sport and be able to kind of go down his own path with that sport. Uh, and now you're seeing that smile more and more during his recovery, and it's like it, it is it's cliche to say but it Uh is heartwarming to see and it's uh it's so badass just seeing him keep getting better Roush and again you know the road is incredibly long but it's been an incredibly long road Uh and that hasn't stopped him from getting to the point that he's been at and uh it there there is an inspirational aspect to all of it so uh, I look I'm sure that that camp will be well attended and hopefully well covered because I look forward to to seeing some some stories and updates from it. I enjoy uh, whenever because uh, his 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 mother tweets out a lot of the videos, and you'll see some of them where he's like hype because he's pushing a lot of weight around, and then there's others where it's just like you can tell it's at the end of his workout, and he's just like, oh my god, I just want to get this over with. I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very relatable, Chris. <laughs> very relatable. No doubt about it, but. Uh, Hope we we keep getting the positive updates and uh, good news about the camp. All right, let's go to our last break. We'll come back. We will finish up the Thornton's text line, and we will whatever whatever else we got to tie up. Short week. I know it's always hard getting back into the swing of things after a nice long weekend, but it's a short week. That's what we got to remind ourselves. We'll come back. We'll finish up today's show when we return here on Kentucky Roll. Okay. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. It's like, how can you, how can you hate? How can you hate? You just gotta like look at her and be like, ugh, she probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. Get to the 
Welcome back in. Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Nick Roush here with TJ Walker, intern Jacob, Scooter Dingus. Intern? Been a little quiet today. You okay, yeah. sleepy teenager? I am. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I've had a couple things, but I've just been kind of, kind of chilling back. What's what's some? Do you, do you got? Are you sitting on any takes over there? We need to get to. I have a question for both of you guys that okay. I was kind of not concerned, but interested in. Okay. And we're talking about all these running backs we have. Are we concerned after this year we're gonna lose two or two or three to the transfer portal or something like that? Probably. Well, the the one and done guy, the the same Houston State guy. He only has one year. He'll be out. Smokes time will be done. Rodriguez's time will be done. So then you get down to what three guys and then two newcomers, which is, seems like a normal amount. So there's a chance. I, I I thought I thought either Smoke or Drennan would hop into the portal last year. Um, I, there were a couple times where I saw some. I thought it was pretty clear that they had to do some appeasing for our, our guy Donut last year. He had that one game where he had like two carries, and it was just they were bad. Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah, this is why you don't play, buddy. Um, so I don't, you know. But we 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 kind of had to see how this this year plays out uh, in turn. So yeah, you could you could see one one or two departing, but there's also a world where you kind of need that many dudes in a running back room. Moving forward because people get hurt. I mean, hell, JoJo Kemp, they had that room. There was like four dudes, and they needed all four because a guy would go down for a game or two with mm-hmm. a dinged-up shoulder or a calf or something like that. That was back when Michael Horton was one of the guys that they would rotate in. you got to have a lot of running backs. And, and really, uh, Benny Snell and Chris Rodriguez, their durability is pretty out of the ordinary. It's a nice. It's been. It's been a nice luxury. Yeah, knock on wood. Oh. But that's part of the game, intern Jacob. You're gonna get people that are gonna go. You just don't want them to be like your Jeff Bidets. Yeah, yeah. Don't want yeah. them to be your number one guys. I was just, just, just sitting on it, and was like, you know, we're gonna have like seven running backs coming into the season. Well, and also Scandarello is going to play two running backs too. So yeah, yeah. Maybe need a Could little bit more running back depth than normal. Could end up working out well for all parties involved. You know what else is going to work out well? We forget that it's a short week. It's Taco Tuesday. It is Feels Taco like Tuesday. a Monday, but it's a Taco Tuesday at Salsaritas, baby. I just my favorite thing about Salsaritas is being able to feel like I'm eating healthy. Now I probably get some add-ons that actually don't make it so healthy, but you can. Like you can <laughs> yep. get like an actual delicious salad there, all their bold flavors, their seasoned meats, whatever one you want really. Chicken, beef, they've got steak which is so good. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of leaning towards the steak. Uh yeah, and then And it's queso month. So if you get queso Officially queso month. You got to get that in. You there. get freebies. So just download the Salsaritas mm-hmm. app before when you scan it, they're going to give you Money back, entrees, all sorts of good stuff at Salsarita. So download that before you go. Get some queso. It's so good, even Tony Vanetti will sing it. Salsaritas. A fresh Mexican grill. <laughs> <laughs> text on into the Thornton's text line. They got two locations in Louisville, Middletown and St. Matthews. We love Salsaritas. A texter sent in the Christian Conyer okay video thing. Uh, yeah, it's just, this is so weird. <laughs> it's so weird. 
can you ask Vince just like, hey, what was that all about? <laughs> like, what was up with that? Seriously. I just appreciate, too, that he was, like, doubling down, like, not going to ruin my day. Well, good. It shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. 17-year-old. We just got to get Vince a Twitter editor. Got to. No, I will. I, 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 I love the. See, what's going to happen is he's going to get a tweet, a long one, and it's going to be like spelled and grammatically perfect. And we're going to be like, well, somebody's kidnapped the big dog. <laughs> <laughs> somebody's hacked his account. Oh, God, love him. A texture says 502-414-1450. Is it me or do I feel like Trevor won't pay up if he loses this big bet? Seems to be the type to make up some excuses and not pay. If you missed last week, the producers on the our, our the the two radio shows on Big Exports Radio that have that seem to be connected with one another because we talk about each other frequently. The producers have made a bet: five hundred dollars more basketball wins, U of L or Eastern Michigan. Just at, at the end of the season, which team has more wins in the win column? It's that simple. Five hundred dollars on the line. I think Trevor would pay up. Yeah, he responded back and he said, "I always pay my bets. That's why I'm always broke." I think I think <laughs> funny. <laughs> I think that he would pay up. The issue is Justin didn't do any lottery tickets last week. Oh. Yeah. I'm man, that was bad. I know. Well, Mega Millions tonight, 330 million dollars. We'll take it. That is the good thing though. We have double chances this week. Yeah, and uh, it's my turn, correct? Maybe it's my turn. Yeah, I think. I don't yeah. Know. So let's win it. Just let's win it tonight, Justin. Let's do it. Then we can take tomorrow off. Would be great. We would not take tomorrow off if we won the lottery. We would do tomorrow's show and then burn the station down. <laughs> <laughs> a texture says, another day, another lost recruit, all because of Mitch Barnhart. Again, nobody's saying UK's losing recruits specifically because Mitch Barnhart. We just, we're curious. We want to know. What's the haps? Yeah, and I really don't want to be sour grapes guy, but like Conyer is not the guy that I, well, not the hill that I would dial on for losing guys. You know, like he's a good player. Well, the, uh, he's a Kentucky, uh, he, and he's he a Kentucky kid. High school football in Kentucky, and Kentucky wanted him. Yeah, that's it's not often Kentucky doesn't get those guys, and especially you may at times lose them to you may lose a Catholic that wanted to play at Notre Dame. Or hey, Alabama just came a calling, and there's it's Alabama, yeah. it's Tennessee. You've been finishing higher than them in the SEC East rankings more times than not over mm-hmm. the last several seasons. You you shouldn't lose an in-state guy to Tennessee. So that's why people are bummed out by it or bothered by it. Now I hope Kentucky keeps recruiting him. I want him. I think he's good. I think it's a bad loss. I'm not happy about it. Now it's not the end of the world. Don't need to go reinventing the wheel, but you just want to make sure the nil situation is up to snuff. Are you all worried about us losing some football staff members because Mitch Barnhart is low-key an absolute toad, says one texter. I think you're thinking of Vince Tyre, the toad. Yeah, yeah, he's the toad. Via Dino Gaudio Audio. (laughs) Underrated part about that whole thing, just very nonchalantly. You get that that toad Tyre. But go back and listen to the podcast because that, that's TJ's. We addressed it. That's my biggest concern. concern. I don't know. I, I like that Roush said that he's not hearing anything, so that makes me happy. But it happened once before with Mitch Barnhart and a football coach that had some success. I, I'd be I'd be damned if it happened again. Yeah, and if they were mad too, like that's the 
That's the thing. Uh, Stoops you, like doesn't sound happy when he talks about Nil. I mean, he rarely sounds happy anytime. But like he's he's not given the warm and fuzzy feelings that they feel confident with where UK is at at Nil, and that's what concerns me. Thing is, is like usually if there's a complaint, if there's a message, you know, me or Justin or my boss, like they, they get the message out to the people they want to get the message out. I wonder though if Stoops Stoops has always played his. Um, he, he treads lightly when it comes to stuff with Mitch. He's, yeah, he's, he's, he does, except for like the football stuff, the facility. The facility. Like he, he kind of like would make some remarks, but not really hammer it home. Mm-hmm. And then after like a year of poking and prodding, he went all in on it. It's been a year of nil. Um, it, it, there was a lot of stories that came out July 1st because that's 365 days since that uh, rule went into effect. Um, so we, we've seen some. You know, remarks here and there. I'm wondering how long, like, if if we are just waiting for the floodgates to open, or if I'm up changing, because people do forget that uh, Stoops and Cal had to go to Andy Bashir to be like, "Hey, do this executive order so we can make this happen," because Barnhart wasn't going to do that. Yep, people forget that. Good, worth bringing up as well. Speaking of governor, did you see him give Jerry his, his shout out on his retirement? I did not. Yeah, he tweeted at Jerry like, for him. "It's not going to be the same without Jerry." T-. And Jerry responded within like twenty minutes. It's like Jerry, you're still. He never struck me as a big stay on check his his tweeter all the time. Yeah, the time he, seems right to bow out. Take care. <laughs> oh, he sent out two accidentally. Oh no! Did oh, you see Jerry. that? No, no. Sent one at five thirty six, and when's the other one? Jerry was working. His last day was June thirtieth, and he was five five thirty four. He must have not thought that they both went through. Yeah, he was at a press conference though on June thirtieth, still asking, "How does that play on your mind?" God yeah. love him. Good, good for Jerry. Mm-hmm. Best of luck. Happy retirement, buddy. Intern Jacob, what's your favorite day of the week in college? Thursday or Saturday? Mm, great question. Really good question. My bad, Justin. Um, loaded question. Not loaded. It is kind of uh, pretty simple. Um, Just favorite day of the week in college. Depends on the semester. Oh, okay. Because fall Saturdays. Saturdays in the fall for sure. But spring, I'm going Thursdays. All right, I like that answer. I like that. Thursdays felt like because it was the quote unquote first day of the weekend. There was a lot more. A lot, it was a lot more aggressive. Yeah. Uh, you couldn't go. I mean, just being in college, who cares? Any day was great. Live it up, Jacob. It's good times. I mapped it out pretty well, too, to where I'd, I've never had class on Fridays. Yeah, yeah, that's the way to go. So Thursdays have been, do been miss pretty, the, pretty like, good. Occasional UK Thursday night basketball game. We had a few when we were in college. It was fun. It was like an excuse. I mean, another excuse. Because you, you didn't get together on Tuesday so much. Sometimes. Big Tuesday games, maybe. Yeah. But for the most part, like, unless it was, I mean, I remember going to huge ass for the Kansas game, mm-hmm. like the Champions Classic. But yeah, um, weekends you'd get together. Normally, weekdays you'd watch with roommates. But Thursday's great because they'd have the seven o'clock game. That's perfect teeing yeah. up for the pregame and then the, oh, yeah. the going out. So. Louisville would play, and we had two of our roommates were UL fans. And so we, a lot of times, pregame watching UL games. And that was even, you know, sports, good, fun to drink to. It was big uh, office. Office would. So yep, Thursday night that's another today. one as well. Yeah. yeah, and then like the classes before us, they do the Jersey Shore. I wasn't big on that. Oh yeah, yeah, no, not for me. Not for me either. Happy Fourth of July, fellas. Hope you have a great day. Well, thank you. I did. I think everybody else here did, based on hearing our stories, and uh, hope you did as well, Texter.
Yeah, it's time for Mitch Barnhart to stop being a loser with his nil views. <laughs> Another recruit loss. Yeah, again, we do need to be careful. Not every recruit that doesn't go to UK is because of nil. I just I do think it's it'd make us all feel better if we had UK's top producing coaches come out and say, hey, we we back Mitch Barnhart's nil plan, and we I, haven't had that. I also Won't am all for just like people getting kind of angry with Mitch because just in general – I mean, yeah. Step up your stuff. Y- yeah, Make some you've you've been here for how like it's a job that has a high, it should have a higher burnout rate, you know. Well, and just like you're, 30. the fans have been good to you, the athletic program has been better. People are happy. There's just small little things you can do that could make things even better, and he just refuses to do it because it's outside his comfort. And zone. I don't, I just don't want Mitch to go out when it's too late. Like right now, oh, so, yeah. you know, like that, that's what I worry about the most. I don't want him hiring another football or basketball coach. Yeah, I just that's don't. Another, the stakes are so high right now because it's such an interesting point in college athletics that this time last year we were saying, well, we want to make sure we have the right guy leading the charge. And a year later, we're no, we're we're not sure that it's the right guy leading mm-hmm. the charge. So is that going to be two years later? We're still wondering that. Three years later, we're still wondering that. I agree with Roush. And again, this is this all could be easily fixed. Have your coaches come out and say that they are genuinely happy. Have Mitch Barnhart come out and say, I've worked with them. We're everybody's on the same page. We're we're ready to roll. You don't have any of that. It feels pretty divided. It's Monday night. We don't care how scared your dogs were. So don't even talk about it. Your dog sucks. Oh, poor <laughs> Abe was frightened. Uh, he was just the basement helped though. Now that the basement's yeah. finished and he's so he stayed down there most of the time. Do want like you wish you could just be like, it's not you're okay. has the firework ever gotten you? You know, you're eight years old and you've been scared of fireworks your whole life. Like, have has the house lit on fire? You know, it's you're going to be all right here, pal. But they're animals and you can't do that. No, no, no. Um, but I just, I said it earlier. I just don't understand you lighting them during the day. And trust me. People like blowing things up. Mm. You were a kid once. Yeah, I know. I liked it. I did the axe can with the, the lighter. Oh, gosh. That was fun. Yeah, we'd... Oh, yeah, we'll save it for another day. John here. Good morning, my buddies. Man, a lot of people are going crazy upset with Mrs. Barnhart. Uh, I saw on, uh, do you mean Mr. Barnhart? Oh, wow. I saw on Twitter. Mr. Matt Jones had something to say, and a train of followers kept coming with comments on messing the missing the boat. Uh, I think he means missing the boat on nil and football. So tell me, what are your thoughts? Also, how many days until we see the Cats back in action, either football or basketball? We'll got to go talk to you later. Ooh, it's 34 days till the Bahama, 60, 60 days. Till football. Yeah, yeah. Woo! We Getting can do much closer. Things. We can do both those things. 34, 60, that's nothing. Yeah, And then, no John, as I'm sure you Gosh, listen, you're a loyal listener, you've, you've heard us give our takes on the, the Barnhart situation. So How great would it be to have World Cup right now, though? I think it'd be like winding down. Um, still, yeah. But like two weeks ago would have been great. But the the good thing would have been if the World Cup was winding down right now, then it'd be like, all right, now what? We just got three weeks of like nothing till mm-hmm. basketball Bahamas. But now it's like three weeks of nothing on top of what has already been multiple while, weeks yeah. of nothing. I mean, so I we're, got we're itched up to watch somebody shove hot dogs in their throat. So <laughs> I'm pumped for the uh, the the open. Not this weekend, but the weekend after mm-hmm. that. That'll be nice. That, that's fun from a timing standpoint. You wake up, boom, it's on. Oh, yeah. That, oh, that is great. Having morning sports. Yeah. The sports at weird times. Over at two, but yeah. Okay. Right, right. Makes uh, for a fun Sunday. It does. It does. Um, oh, we did skip one. Uh, another nil question, but they said, one to ten, what is your level of concern? 
So scale of one to ten. So ten, we're sounding the alarm. Everything's on. It's the 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 meme of the dog saying everything's fine and the house is on fire. Where, where are we at, sports soccer? One to ten. One to ten. Ten would. I, I, so I'm not worried really at all in basketball. So I would say four. And my level of concern is just strictly keeping Mark Stoops happy. That's it. Yeah, I was. It's not even from like a getting players. I think Kentucky will get players. Players they miss on. I think they're going to be a presence in the transfer portal if they have to go that route. Worst case for football. I just want to make sure that if Stoops gets an equal job, that's not a deciding factor. Is mm-hmm. hey, this athletic director is the most like open. He doesn't care. He's going to let me run my own show. Versus ooh, Mitch Barnhart. That top button never comes unbuttoned. <laughs> I was going to say four or five, something like that as well. <clears throat> it's kind of middle of the road, and Ain't it's panic, mostly but it's worth bringing up. Yeah, yeah, worth talking about. And, and as I kind of started off, I that's the part that I I hated most about the announcement is we end up spending the whole day like, is this you it's know summer radio? Who cares? Yeah, Let's we'll just get through the shows, you know. <laughs> Just got to punch that cock. I, I, I thought of something hilarious. What if DJ Wagner commits to Duke? I think most UK fans would have to laugh at that one. Oh, that'd be worse than Zion. Because Duke hasn't even been in this at all. I don't think UK fans would laugh about that. I think uh, it'd be frustrating. I think from a Louisville standpoint, while you don't want U of L fans to be happy, you can totally understand why DJ Wagner would go play basketball at U of L. Duke would just be, it would be infuriating. Boycott Mitch and JMI. How would you even begin to boycott JMI? Yeah, I don't know. Never been big fans of those folks, though. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What does that stand for? Well, they do uh, They do pay a ton of money to have access to UK. So is your issue with them about, like, access? Yeah, they don't, they're just not fans of KSR. And also, some of their decisions. I just, well, any examples of some of the decisions? So many. All of them. Like, every single thing that you could do, I would do differently. They're just old media. They don't know how to think about new media. And they're not very good at their jobs. But the only good thing they do, they have Tom Leach, and he's the best in the best. So as long as they've got Tom Leach, they're in good hands. But but no examples of some of the decisions you hate. I mean, some... Too many. Yeah. Too many to list. I mean... I really believe Kenny Payne is trying to run things ultra clean and not using nil deals just because of the NCAA cloud over Louisville. Really do think it's that's it. That would make some sense. Could be. Uh, could be. But, like, they were bringing in, like, Rock Nation people. Remember, like, they oh, were, yeah, the crew yeah, they were right. bringing in. It was going to be so over the top in the nil era and whatnot. That, that's a good idea. It also could just be players are, hey, I may only be in college one year. I, I don't want to have them. NCAA tournament ban. That's still hanging over them. Could be a combination of those two things, Texter. Uh, but no doubt about it, they're having some some issues sealing the deal on some of these players, Roush. Do you want an example, TJ? The Mitch Barnhart minute on their pregame show. What's like, the Mitch Barnhart minute? Oh, yeah, exactly. Nobody listens to the UK pregame show because it just has segments like, Mitch Barnhart's going to come in and talk to us for 15 minutes. Yeah, I could. Just, I mean, I've got issues with JMI in terms of just like putting on entertaining content and stuff like it's that. It's just not good. Do we know what the J stands for? No idea. Damn it. Why? Is some guy named J? No, I'm just curious. I'm just curious with JMI. I'm assuming the MI is media industry. I was simply curiosity. Yeah, I'm not sure. 
I did notice that Learfield, so their rival, is the one that sponsors that Director's Cup. Seems like they're kind of working the system there. Oh, yeah. Oh, inside baseball. That's a good point. Yeah, very good point, Roush. Good job. Um, do we have any sports today? Did you see Oscar Sheway go hang out with the firemen? I did. That was pretty cool. Really pretty makes neat. the rounds. He's I really just... would not be shocked if he came back for another year after this year. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> People I, are laughing. I'm, I'm, totally, does, I'm totally serious. Does he... Um... I guess he technically does have another year because he's got the COVID. Year. He does. He could come back for one more year if he wanted to. But like, what can he do? I mean, he wants to be a first round pick. That I hope he is. It's he, either going to work he, this he year. Or it's not. Like, what? What is he going to need to do? Average twenty and sixteen for the NBA to be like, oh, you know what? You are a first round pick. Realistically, he'd need to be able to knock down shots and hit some threes and look a little bit more agile. But he, that's not really his style. But I wouldn't be shocked. He seems to just love life in Lexington. I mean, the Loves smile in the in the fire truck. I think that's – is it is it possible to get into a fire truck and not be happy, though? I mean, yeah, fire trucks are objectively cool. Probably firemen that are working don't smile when they get in. I mean, they smile sometimes. Sometimes. They're going to work. They love their jobs. Yeah. Every day. Oscar loves his job. That's getting rebounds. Yeah, you'll probably get more like practice reports this month over the coming weeks as they get ready for the Bahama Bahamas. I think UK will now again. They're really they're making more access and more videos. They're yeah, trying right. to give the fans what they want a little bit more. So you'll get more of that stuff. That'll all be fun. And then I bet you may even I don't know. I was gonna say I bet you probably have UK like doing some interviews and stuff like that to get people pumped up for this. They're still not super interview friendly yet. They're coming. They're making their ways on that. But yeah, we had some press conferences in June. I think yeah, they but maybe just we could get everybody. somebody on the show. Oh. Roush, maybe we could. Let's try it. Probably not, but you never know. Yeah, uh, SEC football media days are two weeks away. Mm-hmm. So that's something to look forward to in the month of July. You got that as well. So a lot of good stuff. All right. Well, it's a short week. I know it's tough, kind of getting out of bed today. We can power through it though. You did it. Hard yep. part's already over with, and. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow at 7 a.m. So thanks for all the text on the show. We'll see you then. Have a good Tuesday. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. 96 and 1458. Time for you to go out to the places you will go.